Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor, and we are back. We took a brief hiatus after episode 50, although not quite as brief as planned, thanks to some technical difficulties last week. But now we are back with a whole new slate of Digimon card game content for you. And first up today, we have our very first deck profile for Double Diamond BT6, an ancient Troymon deck. Now, this deck profile has been a long time coming. There's been a lot of discussion about it on our Discord server, and I am very excited for all of you to hear my take on this green deck for the new meta. But first, an announcement. EX01 Classic Collection has been released here in Australia, so this weekend I will be opening a booster box of the new special set live on stream. So tune into twitch.tv slash EFMG on Friday the 17th of December at 6pm EST or Saturday December 18th at 10am for my Oceania friends in AEDT. We'll be talking about all the new cards and everything else Digimon and as a special holiday giveaway I am going to be randomly giving away one of our anniversary Professor Tyrannomon playmats to one lucky viewer but you have to be watching the stream to go into the draw to win so make sure you're tuned into twitch.tv slash connor efmg friday 17th 6 p.m est or saturday 18th 10 a.m aedt i hope to see you all there And now for our main topic, we are taking a peek back into the deck box this week. Now, deck box is our series where I profile one of my own decks from my own collection exactly as it is currently built, warts and all. Sometimes it just isn't possible to get all of the cards that we want for our dream deck, and sometimes rather than build the best version of a deck, we make some card choices that are less good because we have favorite cards or to match a certain aesthetic. So in our deck box series, I hope to show you how you can use your imagination and some lateral thinking to either get around your limitations or to match your preferences. So to that end, I have for you today my ancient Troymon deck exactly as I have built it. So to start, we are going to take a look at the namesake of the deck, Ancient Troymon. Ancient Troymon is a new green level 6 from BT6. It costs 13 to play, 5 to digivolve. So Reasonably expensive for a level 6, especially one in green. It has 13,000 DP, and it has two effects. The first effect, opponent's turn, when an opponent's Digimon attacks, suspend up to two of their Digimon without blocker. So this is a very defensive effect, obviously. It means that whenever your opponent tries to attack you, two of their Digimon are going to end up suspended provided they don't have blocker. This is great against a wide board where your opponent is trying to attack you with a lot of Digimon and you can start really taxing them and making it a lot more difficult for them to get all the attacks they need in because you're suspending their Digimon before they get a chance to attack. It's also worth noting that this actually works against unsuspending Digimon like Gabumon Bond of Friendship or Imperial Dramon because your opponent's effect that unsuspends their Digimon will happen before Ancient Troymon's effect triggers. So even if they unsuspend their Imperial Dramon or their Gabumon Bond of Friendship, 
Then your Ancient Trumon's effect activates, letting you suspend something without Blocker, and then you can choose that Digimon and it won't be able to attack again. The second effect on Ancient Trumon, on deletion, you may play one green level 4 or lower Digimon card with hybrid in its form from your hand without paying its memory cost. So that's a nice effect as well. Ancient Trumon is going to slow down your opponent, and then, even if they do manage to get rid of it by deleting it, you can then replace it with a level 4 from your hand, provided, of course, you have one that matches that limitation of having hybrid in its form. So, that's the card that the deck is somewhat built around. The deck is built to be a bit more defensive. I think of it as a green control deck, so the point of the deck is to keep control of the board to keep suspending your opponent's Digimon and then removing them by attacking them with your own Digimon. So we know the game plan, we know what Ancient Troymon does. Now we're going to take a look at the individual card choices, starting with our Digi Egg deck. First up, we have three copies of a new level 2 from BT6. It's Pinamon. So Pinamon's inheritable effect reads when attacking once per turn, if you attack an opponent's Digimon, trigger draw one. Now I was pretty happy to see this in BT6 because green does not have many, actually green does not have any currently card draw effects other than Pinamon. Green usually depends on drawing cards by Digivolving, which it is very good at and can do a lot, but you can't always depend on Digivolving to draw your cards. Sometimes it's nice to get extra cards to hand, and that's where Pinamon comes in. You're going to be suspending your opponent's Digimon anyway. You're going to be attacking them and deleting them. So Pinamon is just there to give you some value for doing something that you already want to do. And then rounding out our five Digi Eggs, we have the three Pinamon, and then we have two Argomon Level 2. Argomon Level 2's Inheritable Effect reads your turn. When this Digimon becomes unsuspended during your unsuspend phase, gain one memory. So that's a nice little way to just gain some more memory. Your Digimon are going to be suspended and then unsuspend during your unsuspend phase because you're going to be attacking your opponent a lot. So that's just a nice way to get a bit of extra value out of attacking your opponent. Alright, moving on to the level 3s. First up, we have Goblimon. Goblimon is a nice uh, level 3 that I like to play in a lot of my green decks because I find that my green decks, I always end up trying to go wide and Goblimon really helps with that. And to that end, I've got four copies of Goblimon. I'm also going to talk about the next card that I have because it's functionally the same card in a lot of respects. It's Argomon level 3. So both Goblimon and Argomon level 3, which I have four copies of Goblimon, four copies of Argomon, so eight copies total functionally of this card. It's a level 3, it costs 2 to play, 0 to Digivolve, and it has 3000 DP and no other effects, but the whole point is just to be able to get a lot of them out very, very quickly. You're going to find that very often you're going to have 2 memory, either because your opponent will just have to give you 2 memory, because in green you can choke them fairly efficiently, or we do have a lot of memory gaining effects in the deck, so we're going to end up with at least 2, and that means that we're going to be able to play a Goblimon or an Argomon level 3, and then do something else or play more than one of them in a turn. So we're going to rush our opponent out. And that's going to be kind of one of the main ways that we're going to convert our control of the board into actual damage, into actual winning the game. So we have all of these level 2 Digimon to spam out, do some damage to our opponent. Um, sorry, not level 2, 2 cost. 
And then also we have some other effects at level 3 to kind of give us a bit of an edge. So first up, another new card from BT6. It's another level 3. It's Bakomon. So this costs 3 to play. 0 to Digivolve. Has 2000 DP. Has no main effect, but it has an inheritable effect that reads, When attacking, if your opponent has 2 or more suspended Digimon, gain 1 memory. Now we play 2 copies of Bakomon, meaning that we're not going to see it all the time, but we're going to see it just enough to make use of its effect. Hopefully we're Digivolving over it, getting to attack. And then because we're trying to suspend our opponent's Digimon anyway, very likely they'll have at least two suspended Digimon, and then we could gain some memory that way so we can perform more actions on our turn. And remember, you're going to want to be attacking a lot, so the fact that you have to attack to get Bakomon's effect doesn't really matter too much. That's something we're going to be doing anyway, so it's not a big hurdle for us to clear. Next, we have two copies of Palmon ST4. This is the Palmon from the Giga Green starter deck. It costs three to play, zero to Digivolve, has 2000 DP, and it has an inheritable effect that reads, when attacking, if you attack an opponent's Digimon, this Digimon gets plus 2000 DP for the turn. So that's the inheritable effect. When you're attacking an opponent's Digimon, your Digimon that's above this Palmon gets a 2000 DP boost. 2000 being pretty significant. I like 2000 DP on an effect like this because you'll be attacking into an opponent's Digimon, and it means that if your Digimon is 1000 DP less than your opponent's Digimon, 2000 DP is enough so that you can attack and then your Digimon doesn't die. It gains enough DP so that it will survive the combat. Remember, our main game plan is to control the board by suspending our opponent's Digimon and then attacking into them. Palamon helps to ensure that we've got enough power to actually remove our opponent's Digimon without losing our own. And then the final level 3 that we're playing is two copies of the Tentomon from st4 so this is the tentomon that came in the giga green starter deck two copies of it costs three to play zero to digivolve has 2000 dp and it has no inheritable effect but it does have an on play effect that reads reveal the top card of your deck if it's a green digimon card add it to your hand otherwise place it at the bottom of your deck so looking at our list it's worth noting that we actually only have two, three, four, six, seven cards total that aren't green Digimon. So, for the most part, our cards are all green Digimon, meaning that very often Tentomon is just going to draw us a card on playing. Which is really nice, because again, green struggles with kind of card draw, card advantage. So this is another way, just at two copies, so we're not playing too many of them, but just enough to help us cycle through our deck, pick up more cards, get more cards into hand, get more options to use against our opponents. Moving on to the level 4s now, first up we have Gargomon. We're playing 4 copies of Gargomon. It costs 5 to play, 1 to Digivolve, so nice and cheap as a level 4 in green. 4000 DP, no main effect, and an inheritable effect that reads your turn. This card gets plus 1000 DP for each of your opponent's suspended Digimon. So again, remember, we're going to suspend our opponent's Digimon with our effects. We're going to attack into them. This is another way, along with that Palmon, to ensure that our Digimon will have enough DP to take our opponent's Digimon out, or when we do decide to actually attack into our opponent's security, enough DP to survive the checks. Alright, these next cards are playing into Ancient Troymon's On Deletion effect. We might remember Ancient Troymon's On Deletion effect lets us replace it by playing a level 4 with hybrid in its type from our hand to the field. 
So first up, we have three copies of Arbamon, which costs five to play, two to Digivolve, has 5,000 DP, and yes, it does have hybrid in its type, so we can play it with Ancient Troymon's effect. It also has another effect that is really, really nice, something that's new to green, but we've seen before on cards like Agunimon and Lobomon, which is that text on the main body of the card that says, you may Digivolve this card from your hand onto one of your green tamers, as if the tamer is a level three Digimon. So if you have a tamer out, you can actually Digivolve Arbomon onto the tamer. This is going to be another one of those ways that we close out the game by converting our tamers that otherwise were giving us value into damage in the later stages of the game so we can sneak those last attacks through. And what I really like about that is that because our opponents very rarely have effects that can actually affect our tamers, we can perform all of our attacks, leaving the tamer for last, meaning that it's safe. And then right at the end, we get to Digivolve the Arbomon on top of it. It becomes a Digimon and then we can attack with impunity, knowing that we've kept that kind of last attack safe and ready to go. To that end, we also have one copy, because we don't want to draw too many of this card because it's a bit expensive, one copy of Pedal Dramon. So this is another level four with hybrid in its type. It costs six to play, three to Digivolve, has 7,000 DP. And it also has that you may Digivolve this card from your hand onto one of your green tamers as if the tamer is a level three Digimon text. But then it also has piercing. So I only included one of this because it is a bit expensive. Three to Digivolve on a level four is fairly expensive, especially in green, where usually you want to Digivolve for one, maybe two if it's a relevant effect. But I like that 7,000 DP. That's pretty significant on a level four body. And then piercing as well. Because, of course, we're going to want to suspend our opponent's Digimon, then attack into them. We can attack with the Pedal Dramon, pierce, and get some damage as well. So the downside to our strategy of mostly suspending and attacking our opponent's Digimon is that it's hard for that to then convert into damaging our opponent, getting rid of their security, and eventually winning the game. Piercing allows us to both remove a threat from our opponent's side of the board and still convert that into getting rid of one of their security and getting closer to winning the game. And then finally, to close it out, we have a bit of a suite of blockers. And I've gone for a bit of an interesting mix here. I find it interesting. I wasn't really able to decide between the two blockers that we have available at level four in green. So I included, rather than four copies of one, I included two copies of each. First, we have two copies of Carbuterimon from Giga Green Starter Deck ST4. Six to play, one to Digivolve, 5,000 DP. And then it has blocker and when attacking lose two memory, so a nice cheap blocker to Digivolve out. Not as strong though, does die to a lot of incidental effects at 5000 DP. And then also two copies of Woodmon, which is five to play, two to Digivolve, 6000 DP, so it survives more of our opponent's incidental deletion effects. Because I find that 5000 is kind of the threshold where a lot of those effects can just delete something without your opponent having to spend a card or do too much or invest too much memory. And then once you get to six, seven thousand, your opponent starts having to spend memory, spend cards, etc. And Woodmon also has blocker and that when attacking lose to memory. So not many defensive options in this deck. Mostly our defense is going to be keeping our opponent's Digimon suspended or outright removing them by attacking into them. But for those emergency situations, it's just nice to have a couple of blockers. Moving on to the level fives now. First up, we have four copies of Akuamon, which is not a card I've played with very often, but in this deck I find that it works. It's a level 5, it costs 7 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 6,000 DP, so not very strong. 
It has no main effect, but it does have an inheritable effect that reads your turn when this Digimon deletes an opponent's Digimon in battle and survives, gain one memory. So remember, we're attacking our opponent's Digimon anyway. I keep saying it through the episode. And then we're just going to get some incidental advantage with a Kuamon for doing what we want to do anyway. In this case, we're going to be gaining some memory back, which then we can use to perform more actions on our turn, get closer to closing out the game. And then, of course, you can also Digivolve into a Kuamon for two at level five, which is nice and cheap. So it means we can get up through our chains just that little bit quicker, get to our level sixes just that little bit quicker. Our next level five is a level five that I always like to include. I just like the card a lot. So good that it had to be restricted. It's one copy of Argomon level five, which is, of course, the one that ended up being restricted. It's one of the very few restricted cards, so you can only play one copy of it, but I am including that one copy. It costs eight to play, three to Digivolve. It has 6,000 DP. It has Digisorption minus three, so when you Digivolve into it, you can suspend one of your Digimon to reduce the memory cost of the Digivolution by three. Since it only costs three anyway, that means it will cost nothing to Digivolve into Argomon. And then it has an inheritable effect that reads, when attacking, you may play one level three green Digimon card from your hand suspended without paying its memory cost. So another way to, when we're attacking, then get some other bodies onto the board. So in a later turn, we can Digivolve them up or we can use them to swing in and eventually take out our opponent. Just a really nice little value kind of piece there. And then four copies of Blossomon, which is another sort of staple green level five. It costs seven to play, three to Digivolve again, like Argomon has 7,000 DP, so a bit more powerful. And then it also has Digisorption minus three. So it also has the ability to Digivolve for free. So nice and cheap. We can get up our chains really, really quickly and get to our level sixes much, much easier. No other effects on the Blossomon, but that cheap free functionally Digivolution by itself is often enough to make it just really, really worthwhile. So we play the full four. And then we come to our level sixes. Now we're playing quite a few level sixes, seven in total, which might be a lot, but you'll find that actually we're playing three sort of main level sixes, which is our three copies of Ancient Troymon, enough that we're going to hopefully see one maybe roughly every game, but not necessarily enough that we're going to have too many copies of them in our hand because we don't really need multiple copies. It just becomes like a win more kind of situation once you have more than one copy of Ancient Troymon on the field. So as we said, that's one of our main um, main cards of the deck. We want to get up to level six really quickly. We want to land our Ancient Troymon and start causing our opponent's Digimon to be suspended by that effect when they try to attack and start taking out our security. We're also playing three copies of Nidhogmon, which is a level six from all the way back in BT4. It costs 13 to play. Again, five to Digivolve reasonably expensive for a green level six it has 13,000 dp but the main reason we include it it has when digivolving digiburst four so when you digivolve you can choose to trash four of its digivolution cards so that has to be at level six that's a full digivolution chain from level two up into nidhogmon you can trash all of those digivolution cards to activate the effect to suspend all of your opponent's 5000 dp or less digimon and then put all of your opponent's suspended digimon at the bottom of their deck in any order and then you trash all of their digivolution cards so this can very often wipe your opponent's entire board and because we have those digisorption cards because we have those one cost level fours. Very, very easy to get up to this 
on our turn. So this is something our opponent is always going to have to worry about. And of course, with Ancient Troymon and with some of the other effects, you're going to see we're suspending our opponent's Digimon a reasonable amount of the time anyway. So not only are we going to get their 5,000 DP or less Digimon, but often we'll take out some of their level 5s, level 6s even as well with the Nidhoggmon if we compare it with an Ancient Troymon or with some of our other effects. So really, really powerful. It, even a couple of sets on, still a really strong card in green. So we play three in the deck so that we can control our opponent's board. And then we have two more level sixes, one copy each of two different level sixes, just because I like the kind of toolboxy feel that that gives the deck. I like to have options. It didn't feel like either of these needed to be two or three of. You just need one of them. Hopefully you're going to be digivolving enough and drawing enough cards through Pinamon and Tentomon that you're going to see one of these cards in a game, especially because we want to slow down the game by suspending our opponent's Digimon, stopping them from attacking us. So we're going to naturally, because the game's slower, taking more turns, we're going to draw more cards, and just the chance that we're going to get one of these cards into our hand becomes much, much higher. So the first one is Hercules Kabuterimon, also from the Giga Green starter deck, ST4. It costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 12,000 DP. It has Piercing, which we've said already. That's a really good effect in this deck. It means that we can take out an opponent's Digimon and convert to damage. And then it also has Main, Digiverse 2. So in our main phase, we can choose to trash two of our Digivolution cards from Hercules Kabuterimon to suspend one of our opponent's Digimon. So... Obviously playing into our theme of wanting to suspend and attack our opponent's Digimon. We only include one because, as I said, hopefully we're going to be drawing through enough of our deck over the course of drawing a lot of cards, Digivolving, and slowing the game down that we're going to be able to get Hercules Kabuterimon to hand fairly frequently. And if we don't, then we can also go for Argomon level 6, which costs 13 to play. 4 to Digivolve, 11,000 DP, has Digi's option minus 2, so we can reduce the cost to Digivolve it into it by 2, so it can cost just 2. It has, when Digivolving, suspend all of your opponent's Tamers, and on all turns, your opponent's Tamers don't unsuspend. So it stops a lot of your opponent's Tamer shenanigans, and especially helps keep you safe from what we're trying to do, which is Digivolving your opponent's Tamers into hybrids and getting those last attacks in because if the tamer is suspended then even if your opponent digivolves into the hybrid the hybrid will stay suspended and won't be able to attack that turn so it turns off that kind of avenue of your opponent winning the game so long as you can keep your argomon out there not many cards affect your opponent's tamers so i thought it was worthwhile including just one argomon because we won't need it in every game but it's nice to know that it's in there and we can dig for it if we do find that our opponent is playing some kind of tamer heavy deck and we need to deal with that situation moving on to the option cards now that's all of the digimon and then we have a small suite of options first up we have two copies of needle spray which is a card from st4 it costs two to play its main effect reads suspend one of your opponent's digimon which is great that's something we really want to do so it's nice to just have a card that just straight up does that for just two memory out of our hand so frequently we can do it keep control of the turn maybe attack that Digimon or Digivolve up into our Nidhoggmon and put it on the bottom of our opponent's deck. And then the security effect for Needle Spray activates the card's main effect and then adds it to our hand. So not only when this comes up out of security, we get to suspend one of our opponent's Digimon. So we suspend something, stop it from attacking us. And then Needle Spray comes into our hand so we can also use it from hand later. Just an all-around really, really good card, especially because it's not limited. Unlike um, Flower Cannon, 
Needle Spray can target blockers as well. And sometimes your opponent is going to attack and kill you with a blocker. So you need the ability to suspend a blocker. And Needle Spray lets you do that, which is really nice. One copy of the other limited card, Hidden Potential Discovered. Just a really great green option card. For those who don't know, zero to play. And then its effect reads, the next time one of your green Digimon Digivolves this turn, you may suspend one of your Digimon to reduce the memory cost of the Digivolution by five. So basically for the turn, it gives one of your Digimon Digisorption minus five. Really, really great. Again, lets us get up into our higher level cards really, really easily. This is how we can get our Ancient Troymon, which costs five to Digivolve, into play and keep control of the turn if need be. Because between the Blossomon and our one cost level four Digivolutions, not unreasonable to expect us to have a level three out, one memory, because our opponent has just passed the turn to us. Use that one memory to digivolve the level 3 to a level 4. Digisorption to turn the level 4 into a level 5 for free. Blossomon or Argomon level 5. Hidden potential discovered. Suspend something else. Go up into Ancient Troymon for free because it's reducing the cost by 5. It costs 5 to go into Ancient Troymon. Ending up with a net of 0 memory to get to Ancient Troymon. And then you've got it on the field. You've got control of the turn. You're in a really, really good position. Very understandable why Hidden Potential Discovered is um, is limited because you can see if you had full copies of it and you were able to get hold of it at least once, possibly twice every game, it would be nuts. And then the last option card we're playing is a new card from BT6 that I was a bit iffy on to start, but the more that I see it and play with it, the more I really like it. It's Blasted Disaster. So this is a six cost option, which is fairly expensive, but it says suspend all of your opponent's Digimon, then gain one memory for each of your opponent's suspended Digimon. So while it might look like it costs six to play this from hand, very often you're going to gain a lot of that memory back. If your opponent has three Digimon out, you suspend those three Digimon and then you gain that three memory back. So it only costs you three to play Blasted Disaster. And Blasted Disaster said, pay three, suspend three of your opponent's Digimon in that situation, which is not a bad rate at all. That's something you'd be willing to pay. If your opponent has four Digimon, then you get, then it costs just two and it becomes just a much better needle spray. If your opponent has some kind of really go wide strategy, they've got a lot of Digimon on board. You can sometimes play Blasted Disaster for functionally free or even end up memory positive. Now that's a really specific situation. It doesn't happen all the time, but very frequently this card is going to be cheap and it's going to suspend quite a few of your opponent's Digimon. And even if they already have Digimon that are suspended, Blasted Disaster still gives you a memory back for them. It doesn't care if those Digimon were suspended by Blasted Disaster's effect. It just cares that they are suspended. So you get the memory back anyway. And then the security effect of Blasted Disaster suspends one of your opponent's Digimon. So also good defensively if it comes up out of security, you can suspend a potential attacker and keep yourself safe. So a nice card. I only included one of it because I wasn't sure how it would go. But to be honest, I wouldn't mind having another copy of it because I think it just does a surprising amount of work, especially in this kind of deck where suspending your opponent's Digimon is sort of the whole game plan. And then we have two different tamers. We have two copies of Ken Ichijoji, which is a four-cost tamer. It's a memory tamer, so it has that text, start of your turn. If you have two memory or less, set your memory to three. So it means you never start with less than three memory, which is really nice for your consistency, especially in green. Three memory goes a long way because all of your Digivolution is quite cheap. 
And then it also has your turn when one of your green or blue Digimon deletes an opponent's Digimon in battle and survives. You may suspend this tamer to gain one memory. So potentially this is going to set you onto four memory if you have something of your opponent's that you can attack with one of your green Digimon. And because that's kind of the main point of our deck, this is a really nice tamer card to support our strategy and give us a benefit for doing what we're doing anyway, which is always the way to build kind of a good, strong, synergistic deck, is to build a deck that's going to give you bonuses for doing whatever the main strategy of the deck is anyway. And then lastly, we have one copy of Izzy Azumi and Mimi Tachikawa, which costs four to play. It has start of your turn. If your opponent has a suspended Digimon in play, gain two memory. So... Very often your opponent's going to have a suspended Digimon. This is going to gain you two memory. So you can go from one memory to three memory at the start of your turn. If your opponent leaves you at two, you go up to four. If they leave you at three, or you have a Kenichi Joji, you can stack the triggers. You can go up to five. This is going to gain you a reasonable amount of memory over the course of a game. Quite strong. It then also does have another effect that says your turn when you attack with a level 5 green Digimon. You may suspend this Tamer to reveal three cards from the top of your deck. You may Digivolve one green level 6 Digimon card among them onto the attacking Digimon without paying its memory cost. And then place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. That's not going to come up very often. That's a really specific situation. But when it does, you're going to feel very, very clever for getting a level 6 Digimon for free onto the field, onto your attacker. But mostly we're playing this for that start of your turn effect, just to get that extra memory. So those are all the cards that are in the deck. We know the strategy of the deck, the way that I built it, was not necessarily to depend on Ancient Troymon. It's just one of the tools available in the toolbox to... Um, perform the main function of the deck, which is I wanted a green combat kind of oriented control deck that will slow down our opponent, keep their Digimon off the board by attacking them, and then slowly accrue value from doing that, that eventually you'll be able to convert into bodies on the field to take out your opponent and win the game. There's been a lot of debate on the Digimon, on, sorry, the memory gauge, Discord server as to whether Ancient Troymon is actually good. I think this is one of the better ways to build it. This is not necessarily like a strong quote-unquote deck because I included some of my kind of pet cards like that Archimon level 6. Um, I included some stuff that's just there because I like it rather than because it's necessarily the best option. But I think that this is a very consistent way to build the deck and you'll be surprised looking at Ancient Troymon and that five cost to Digivolve. It can seem like a bit too much to pay for sort of a not a really active effect. But if you build the deck this way to take advantage of keeping your opponent's stuff suspended, I think that you're going to see with this deck that you do get to control the board quite a lot and that it will actually convert into damage more often than not. So hopefully you enjoyed this deck. The list is going to be in the show notes on the link to the digimoncard.dev list will be there. So if you want to check it out, you can check it out there. I know that sometimes it's hard to visualize through listening. So I like to include that visual and maybe you could build this or a version of this for yourself. See how you like it. Usually in deck box, we show off what you can do when you can't get all the cards you want. I actually was able to get all the cards I wanted for this deck, but... The reason I wanted to show it off is because the version I built is not necessarily the strongest version. I wanted to show off what you can do 
when you're kind of having a bit of fun with the cards you're including. How you can include thing cards for reasons other than that this is the strongest card for this slot. The way that I've built this deck might not be the strongest, but it's the way that I find most fun because I struggle to play control strategies. I find them very, um, I find them oppressive to play against. I don't necessarily like playing against them. So this is a more sort of active, action-y control strategy that involves a lot of combat and has a way to convert that control into direct damage and close out the game rather than just sort of stalling at your opponents. So this is a this deck is, again, not necessarily the strongest way to build around Ancient Troymon, but it was the way that was the most fun to me. And I wanted to show that and highlight that because that's always been a really important thing for me in the podcast is showing off not necessarily just the strongest way to do things, but letting you know that it's okay to do it in a fun way. All right, not too long an episode, but you've heard enough from me anyway, and now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week, what is a level six you think is good that doesn't seem to see much play, or maybe just not as much play as you think it should? What's a level six Digimon that you look at, you love, but you look around and you think it's not getting played as much as I think it should? I would love to hear about your sort of hidden gems. If you do have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, or an answer to this week's listener question, tweet at me at ConnorEFMG, email me at TheMemoryAgePodcast at gmail.com, or join our Facebook group, or join our Discord server. Links to all that are in the show notes, and I am always happy to hear from you listeners. New episodes come out each and every week, so make sure that you're following the Memory Gauge podcast on your podcast service of choice so you can stay up to date. And if your podcast service allows it, why not give us a rating as well? It helps other people to find our show. Don't forget to tune into our stream this weekend at twitch.tv slash Connor EFMG so you can see us open the Classic Collection box and have your chance to win one of our awesome Dark Tyranimon play mats. All of that information will be in the show notes of this episode and, of course, on our socials. All right, thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out. <laughs>